Well, 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 what's up, everybody? Another edition of Geek Tastic Cypher here on Free X Agents Media. You guys can find us on youtube.com slash at FXA Media. We like to keep it nice and simple. And uh, in true usual fashion, we will try our best not to swear for the first five minutes, Dave. <laughs> Looking at you, some of us have natural beeps in our system. <laughs> hey, hey, he did it! All right, hey man, I'm down. If you if you think you could keep that up, I'd be totally down. You, by all means, swear all you want. You could say every word you want, and it would be great by me. But I don't mind. This is this is fantastic. I was I was listening to a, a podcast the other day. And it was the first time I've heard a show, because that show specifically, they swear all the time on the show, Trash Tuesdays, for those who don't know. It's a podcast with Kalila Kuhn, um, what's her name, uh, uh, Annie Letterman, and Esther, uh, I don't remember Esther's last name right now, but they're, they're a bunch of comedians, except for Kalila, but whatever. And on that show, in the first five minutes, they try and keep it clean because the show is three women who tend to just kind of talk and say whatever they want. Oh, boy. They, they do it all the time. And they notice that their, their numbers weren't great for the beginning of their show. So they decided to change their strategy. And they started to be like, we're going to have the what the five, the first five wholesome minutes or like, like <laughs> something, some weird BS like that. Mm -hmm. They never got through it. Anytime they said at the beginning of the show, we're going to try and have the wholesome five, they would immediately start talking about super and not even inappropriate things. You can talk super about your messed up stuff. <laughs> no, but not even it's messed up. Like they were talking about their periods, but they got graphic in the description of things. <laughs> well, you can get graphic and not swear. Oh, no, no, no. But I, I'm pretty sure they still get flagged that they start talking oh. about graphic about body parts and things coming from body parts and oh. the texture of the things from body parts <laughs> that's where things start to get a little messy and no pun remember intended. remember everybody childbirth <laughs> beautiful <laughs> amazing yes, 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 can't yes. talk bad about it amazing it's the most it's miracle upon miracles fantastic yes the misses before that no, no, that's dirty. You can't talk about that. Ugh, what are you doing? Ugh, flag, 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 flag. flag. <laughs> you, know, you know, we all know the overlords at Google already don't like anything slightly sexual because we, I don't know if you guys know, but at one point they were flagging anything that had to do with LGBTQ plus content, which was a whole other major issue with the YouTube for a while. And, and Google and ABC, the parent companies, let's not pretend like the, you know, people like to just say YouTube. There's there's multiple layers in that parent company where people are keeping track of stuff. So let's all put put all their names out. ABC. All the, all the Alphabet Corporation. Yes. Oh, wait, yeah. no, Google yeah. is Alphabet. Never mind. Yeah. Hold on. Alphabet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's good. That was well done. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so it's it's been, I, I we probably won't talk about it a lot this week because I don't think that anything major has changed in the world of the writer's strike. But uh, I will give you guys a rundown at the top of the show. And I would like to do this as a segment until the strike is over to give you guys an update on which shows are affected by the strike and which shows are not. So you you ready for this? P-Valley stars P-Valley, which is filming its third season, has been postponed in uh, its production in Atlanta due to the strike. The there was picketing on set uh, or near the set, so they had to stop. Ava DuVernay drama, this new series that is being produced. Uh, is halting production due to the strike. The series has been filming in Wil Wil Wilmington since March and has stopped production this week. Uh, WGA picketers have shuttered production on ABC uh, 
Apple TV series, Sinking Spring. Good Trouble, the fifth season of the Freedom Free Form series, has halted on Tuesday due to picketing. Guys, this one's the one that's going to hurt the most, I think, for the nerds out there. Daredevil Born Again. Oh, no. Yeah, Marvel's upcoming revival on Disney Plus is Disney Plus wrapped for the day Monday the 8th, about 1 p.m. due to picketing, according to sources. No filming was done the rest of the day. They are hoping to restart the next day. So maybe they did go back yesterday. We would have to find out on social media. I didn't see anything else. But mm. as the strike continues, I am understanding that they are going to start pressuring at more filming sites to try and slow things down. Because one of the problems was, or I guess not really a problem, but something that the, the studios probably shouldn't have said, a lot of the studios said, well, okay, the strike can happen now, but we still have content. Or we have stuff in the pipeline that is going to get produced. Mm. So, you know, you guys yeah. can take it and go on your strike and it's fine. But one of the things that the other unions, so like the Teamsters and the IATSE, who I don't know if you guys remember, were almost on strike a couple months back. Mm. Both of those crews, they are contractually obligated to still continue their work. However, in their own unions, they have a stipulation that says they are not allowed to cross picket lines. So if there is a picket line Ooh. by the WGA at any of the filming locations, those two unions do back up their employee, their members, sorry, not employees, their members in their decision to not cross the picket line, thus shutting down production at a lot of these things. Mm. Meaning that even though the strike, the writers are on strike and these other people are supposed to be working, if there's a picket line, they won't, they won't cross it and the, the productions will shut down for the day. So if they keep doing stuff like this at major projects, it will delay things moving forward. Uh, you have um, I, evil. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I was just going to add, I don't mind if it gets delayed. Mm. I just don't want what happened with um, uh, what you might call heroes. It, uh, heroes. I don't want that to happen again. Well, that I mean, uh, heroes was a product of the, the strike happening mid season and they only had enough content to just release what they released. So they couldn't, like, Heroes is probably a perfect example. For anyone who's too young to know what Heroes is, it was a really interesting, my God, the fact that there are people too young to know Heroes is crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, they're they're swimming in the fruits of the labor of Heroes, basically. Yes, we are. That's true. I would say Heroes and what's the other show with... Um, Homeboy, ordinary that was family. Yes, yo, the is fact it ordinary got... family. It's something family. No, I think it's no ordinary family. Yeah, it's it's something basically like the Incredibles, but not good. Dude, the fact that you got that immediately—that's <laughs> we were so in sync for that. Yes, Mentat. that show. Yo, facts. <laughs> that show, that and Heroes were two superhero shows, and it, you know, very interesting thing to see as young people watching. All these the superhero content that we read in comic books, they were now trying to make primetime television out of that concept mm -hmm. was very interesting. But they did do a decent job. Heroes season one is a very good show. It's a banger. Yeah. Season two and season three, unfortunately, affected by the strike and the, the well, season three affected by the fact that season two didn't continue yeah. the story properly. And they had they had some good concepts after season two, season three. Like I remember there was like, like I remember there was like one that was like one season, what one actual like I'm talking about season like in the sense of like NBC has a season of shows that they they play in a season, right? 
Yeah, yeah. It had two chapters. Yes, it was like yes. Season yeah. three, and it was clearly season three and season four. You know what I mean? Like when you were right, watching right. these things. And I remember being like, season four was like really not that bad. Right. It was pretty good. And then I believe season five was the... Uh, well, the circus, reboot. It was the circus one. Oh, sorry. You're referring... Okay, you should just call them chapters because... Okay. Because I, I, I can't call that season five because that to me is season Okay, so, good. so I like like chapter one being season one was right, good. Right, right. Chapter two was a disaster because it was an extent. It they took like four episodes and just like stretched it the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And season three was me. Season four was pretty good because I was like, when it was like, you had enough newer, it, you, had, you had better graphics, newer characters, and it was like the, the FBI and stuff. Then it was the circus season. Yeah. Then it like the only thing is the circus season dismount wasn't the best. Right. Okay. I stopped watching before I like before they even got to the circus season. I couldn't watch anymore because I'd been so disappointed in the stuff that led up to that. True. I was just like, I don't want to watch this, which is unfortunate because I do think it would have been interesting. And I think Heroes was an interesting series. But like we said, due to the writer's strike, Heroes really did get affected yeah. in its season two, uh, which was like you were saying, chapter or uh, chapter two, right? Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't recall at the time really complaining about anything else because of the writer's strike. Yeah. Like okay. Maybe, like maybe lost. Naturals, I know is the other one that got affected pretty bad. Yeah. Mm, at least that's what people tell me. I did. I've never, yeah, but they watched. survived, man. Did it really uh, affect it? If they made it like yeah, 20 years. True. true. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but the new, the new show, the Winchesters, now has a time travel element oh, in no. which Jensen Eccles' character comes back and is somehow in the Winchester series. Of course. That's Wait, that's Winchester's that's the name of the brothers. That's what it is. Yes, and, the Winchesters yeah. are the, the, the brothers Sam and Dean Winchester. Mm -hmm. And then they have a prequel series now about the parents. Ah, and in okay. the prequel series set in the past. Dean's character, I think, is his. Yeah, I think Jensen Eckle played Dean. Somehow has appeared in that series, which people are just like, "How? Why? Don't please?" So, <laughs> and then all the fangirls are like, "Squee!" Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. That's the thing I find weird because the new show isn't really just two handsome brothers traveling America mm -hmm. dealing with demons. It's now about the mom, the dad, and like a whole crew of people. And I don't even know what their story is, but it's not know. two handsome brothers traveling around America. It's one that's tortured about right his here, past, so. and the one that's super gun ho about being in the family business of <laughs> anim of uh of uh, what is it monster catching or monster, yes, yes. you know, like one's super into it and the other one's like, oh, I'm dead. Uh, I'll I'll really really quick run down the rest of the shows that are being affected. Evil, which is a Paramount Plus series that originally was on CBS. Stranger Things, which I think we already mentioned. Loot which is the Maya Rudolph show hacks, which is the Gene smart show unstable, which is the uh, Rob Lowe and his son, John Owen Lowe on Netflix night court and uh, billions power book three raising Canaan and Cobra Kai are all are all shows that were recently affected by the writer strike, be it that they shut down completely or that they potentially shut down for a day. Um, but yeah, we're letting you guys know more about that in the future. 
so you know whether or not your favorite shows are coming back are we are we gonna get back to our prediction from last week the prediction that i made what was what was it that you made uh we're wondering what would be affected by the writer's strike and i said r.i.p blade right well you're right you (laughs) called it blade i i don't know if we could say it's dead well, not dead, but for but, sure getting affected. Because no, I mean, definitely wasn't that movie supposed to come out this year? <laughs> that movie was supposed to come out this year. They were supposed to be working on it. It was supposed to. It was oh, in the pipe. Man. It was. They brought Mahershali out, and they're like, "Yay!" Like that's that's, so that was this year. That's brutal, man. That was this. I year. can't believe I remember, how many times well, that's been fucked. I got to say though, I I I want blade but at the same time i kind of want the mutants first oh i so want mutants first i want mutants first like blade is a really cool character and i'm happy that for some reason the eternals got a nod with blade at the end but even that i was like we didn't need this how how does he even relate to them well black knight yeah i know but like even at that you're like black knight like Hey man, Black Knight's in the movie. Like I get it. I they they. Like, I know. Really... I get how they do it, but it's like, it's a reach. Like you know what I mean. Like they 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 yeah. they made a very strong reach. They they pull it off because they're Marvel. They know how to do it. But still, that was like. Also, like reach. their whole Midnight Sun video game thing. Like there was a lot yeah. of promo set with Blade in mind. Moon Knight that... coming, having his yeah. TVs. Like there was a lot of hints and stuff. Yeah, and they really. They're not. I, hopefully, they can stick the landing. Maybe all this waiting. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, not the same situation, but the the first Ant Man with Edgar Wright that was supposed to be on it had a whole bunch of kind of pivots and changes. And the first Ant Man's really solid. So I, I, I completely agree. Like fingers crossed, maybe Blade won't get screwed I mean, over. Like, but do they have all the pieces? It's just that they're delayed now because of the writer strike, right? Well, there's production was delayed, director was delayed and changed over, writing was taking forever, writing writer strike, like I don't know what phase of production they were in. But even let's say let's say they did finish the script and they wanted to go into production and they have the director, guess what? They still can't do that because they won't have anyone on set. They won't have like a any writers script, writer. or script writers on set. So you still can't really make the movie. Mm-hmm. Who knows, man? Who knows? Um, but we have a guest, folks. We have our guest this week, Nerdstock Fest. Devin is in the house. We're gonna add Devin to the stream. What's up, Devin? Yo, guys, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, hey, sir. Hey, how's everyone doing? Hey, man. We're just dealing with the industry, not giving a f- about the fans. That's uh, this is an unfortunate thing when it comes to TV and film, but. It's a wild, it's a wild state to be in. Well, if, if you want a good laugh, I uh, got this uh, in the mail not too long ago. It's the uh, John Leahy Dictionary of Shit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this little book explains everything that's wrong with the world today. <laughs> oh boy! Okay. Oh, just to, just to be the time caller here, uh, fifteen minutes, almost sixteen minutes in, we got our first swear word. We no, did it, no. guys. No, Dave actually said one on purpose. I'm sure at the 12 minute mark. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I, and I was just like, "Why are you doing that?" And I full on ignored it because I was just like, "I'm not giving fuck. you the credit." <laughs> I don't give a fuck. And just yeah, yeah. nerdy was signed by his daughter. Hey, oh, that's nice. so it's official. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so what? What's your what's your favorite show right now on TV, Devin? 
Oh man, uh, so many. Uh, actually, right now I'm watching this show called From. Oh yeah, it's, okay. It's with uh, with uh, Pel- what's his name? Uh, uh, Mercutio from the. Uh, he was from Lost. Too, also. He was in Lost. He was in uh, Oz. He was in uh, Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. And was he also in um, the Matrix? He was like the operator. Yes. What's his yeah. name? I always forget exactly. his name. Oh, oh the guy who was in the wheelchair and all. And the chair. Yeah. That yeah. dude from that show, from that thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> think. No, this is what no, happens no. when you're like, you're in everything, but no one can remember. It's but, like Luis uh, Guzman. I did, I could not remember Luis Guzman's name for the longest time until he was in a community. And, <laughs> and I they named like, the school after and, him. Yeah. And then I was just I, like, I don't even I, remember my own name. I had the tattoo <laughs> to my arm. <laughs> Harold uh, Perno. Harold Perno. Thank you. Yeah. All right, so Harold Perrineau from it's a weird. The story is that it's a weird town that people get stuck in because I feel like it's almost like I'm watching Lost, but with like horror elements. Okay, okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I don't want to give any spoilers or anything, but it's exactly what you said. People are stuck in a town. Um, I'm half. I on season two now, uh, episode two or three. Um, Still not entirely sure. Who or what's got them trapped but it just it's like it feels exactly like the lost buildup and i fear that it's just going to end like lost like that and there's like what do we watch all this for <laughs> but oh my um, god the description in a nightmarish town in middle america that traps everyone who enters unwilling sh- residents strive to stay alive mm-hmm. and search for a way out but they are plagued by the terrifying nocturnal creatures from the surrounding forest and secret hidden in the town yeah, they only come out at night, so it's kind of like a vampire sh- spiel. Uh, God damn. But uh, they're not really vampires. Uh, I, and apparently they're not the worst things there also. So, it is it like um, once upon a time where whenever you leave the town, you just end up flipping exactly, back? Exactly. Exactly like that. So and brutal. Uh, when they introduced the, the, the main family that came in, they're, yeah. they're in their RV going around and round they would turn around and go back around it's like how do we end up back here again it's like well yeah. <laughs> it's actually worth watching it's it's uh really entertaining I mean, right now i still don't do horror so maybe i'll try it one day because i do really like perno harold as an actor mm-hmm. and i guess but i just i every I'm time just having the lost ptsd kick in there every time i watch an episode i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> Well, they, we've talked about Lost, right, Dave? You didn't love the finale for Lost, but you did like the show. I had the, I, I honestly, I hated on that show. Full right. transparency, I hated on that show blindly for like about two seasons. Right. Like all my friends were watching, and I'm like, this doesn't make sense because I never actually sat there and watched an episode. That's right. And then I got kind of, in, uh, I went over to friends' faces, like I'm watching the ending of season two. Shut <laughs> the fuck up! I know how much you hate it. You can't, you can't talk. Wild you time got, to jump if in. you want to come over, you can't talk. I'm like, wild whatever. time to jump into a show. You know, and end then I season, see the first. I just want to point out if someone jumped into Heroes end of season two, they would never watch the show. Never. I just like <laughs> that you jumped in at the end of season two of a series. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, it may have even, it may have been, it's, it's the whichever season that you see the first flash, the ending is the first flash forward that oh, you ever okay. see. So okay. I'm not sure if it's two or three. So my apologies yeah, if I, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. mix them up. Then I saw that and then I was like, what? And then I asked my friend. My friend straight up realized I liked the show in that moment. And he was like, he like texted all the people in our like little group chat. And he's just like, 
don't tell Dave like a damn thing. <laughs> and they, they made me watch it. They blocked so you. <laughs> I, I watched the whole season, got into it. Then there was the next season that was dope. And then the season after that, it was the time travel season. Yeah. And then it was the last season. And I remember I was with all the key people I was making fun of at the beginning, watching yeah. the last episode. Yeah. And at the end of that last 15 minutes, I got up and I'm like, I should have stuck insulting this fucking show. Fuck this show. This last 15 minutes ruined all of this. I don't want to I don't want to go into a long discussion, but I I just need one thing. I just need to confirm one thing. They were in limbo the whole time. The whole time. And people asked them blatantly, is it just limbo? Like they're like, no, it's it's something way, way but, more interesting than that. Like, it was like a firm of purgatory or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but don't they don't some of the characters leave and like go home? That's the only thing that, that's the thing. They the, never the explained it. Was this. They never they explained promised it. the answer questions. So right. their whole mechanism was always and give a bunch of questions mm -hmm. and then the next episode answer like 70% of those questions at best. Okay. So you're left with 30% from the last episode and then they just kept repeating that and then in season six, you're kind of getting answers, but you're basing all of your answers based off of like getting a solid answer at the end. And then you don't and, and really never get happened. a solid answer. Okay. No. Mm. Because like no. the example, there's one yeah. short that is like a 15 minute short with no one from the cast other than Ben for the last 30 seconds. Okay. And that answers more questions than the ending of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I found like like okay, it's limbo, sure, but then how does any of this make sense? And at least in that one, you were like given context for stuff, right? Like right. the polar bear and things like that. Like why and you smoke know? monsters and, and mm -hmm. like they they gave a bit, and you're like, oh, cool. I wish there was more of this. And it came out after the show ended, so you were kind of like <laughs> that. And that's okay. what's got the PTSD for me from the show from so because the first, it's got yeah. that kind of same buildup. There's more questions being asked, and you're like, "Yeah." And here I'm, season two already. I'm like, "What's happening?" Well, similar <laughs> to what Dave was saying, you're getting kind of like seventy to seventy-five percent answered as you go, but there's always this part that you just are like, "Okay, but you're not explaining this." And then actually, like, they're not even at the fifty percent marker right now. It's oh it's damn, really, that it's really, okay. yeah, it's <laughs> you're just living and in a weird world. Like, is it feeling like purgatory again? Like, do you think like if the show ended tomorrow? The writers could be like, oh, it was purgatory. And you could be like, oh, crap, you fuckers did that shit again. Yeah, it, it actually it does look like it's going that or they might go like, uh, I don't know. Uh, what was that movie called? Um, uh, dark, dark something. Uh, they're, they're like a city in space, <laughs> but they don't realize it. And time oh. keeps freezing. Oh, oh, I know. I actually know what movie he's talking about. And dark is in the title, but I don't remember the name of the movie. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember any of the actors? No, because it's not a. Uh, no, there was, was like, a big actor in there. Um, I think yeah, it was there was like Dark City. One, I think okay. Ethan Hawke is in it. Okay, okay. Mm. I mean, no, okay. one. Uh, yeah, it's Dark City. Sorry, Dark and City. it was uh, Kiefer Sutherland who was in there. Ah, okay, <laughs> all those the Kiefer's and the Ethans, the the they're that guy always in the least. movie. <laughs> so, basically, because stuff like that's been done done so many times i, I i'm kind of expecting it's like a, yeah a purgatory thing a hell thing or there's an alien experiment thing well or all the above who knows well <laughs> you know it's it's really messed up and it's unfortunate but slash fortunate i guess even battlestar galactica technically ends 
with kind of like a these are real people but then like one of the characters might have been an alien uh, an angel and one of the mm. uh, two of these characters might have been Adam and Eve and like you start to hear these and you're like, what are you talking about? But <laughs> when the series ends, Starbuck vanishes into thin air and you're like, what mm-hmm. Starbuck died and then somehow miraculously came back, which when you understand that Universal Studios owned Sci-Fi Channel and they also owned Bionic Woman. And the reason she left Battlestar Galactica was to go star on or second or third cast member on bionic woman so when bionic woman they when they canceled Bionic woman they were just like we can bring her back we like her so they just put her back on the show and they're like figure out how to put her back in and they just made her an angel that (laughs) (laughs) you you watch the show and she comes back they don't explain how she comes back you get all the way to the end and once they save themselves and they're on the planet they're talk like what's his name apollo is talking to her and then she, he turns around and turns back and she's gone. And then he just kind of looks at like, yeah. And you're like, get the fuck out of here. Like you can't end, <laughs> you can't just decide to bring a character back and then make them an angel. That's not a thing you could do on TV, guys. <laughs> but I guess every show has its weird world, uh, weird ways now. <laughs> it is what it is, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, buddy, Devin, do you want to tell people? I'm, I'm wearing the vest. I got this vest from last year's. Yeah, that's from uh, Recon. We're going to talk about him uh, in a second. But uh, yeah, um, we all know that uh, last year that we were supposed to have this big, wonderful two-day nerdy musical event. But apparently it was uh, too much too soon for the world of the uh, pandemic that was still happening last summer because I was getting cancellations left, right, and center. Contracts were getting changed. And basically, we had to take the ultimate decisions like, look, it's just not happening this year. But that grew into something new and different because not only are we back this year for this summer, but we've also expanded to Ottawa. Oh, dope. So our first Nerdstock event, which is the one we're going to talk about today, is on June 10th at Fufun Electric. And all this is because of my buddy Hugo from Recon uh the, if you want to check them out uh, just google recon uh, i think it's recon.org or something like that but um he's a huge nerdcore fan and uh he actually reached out to me last year when i was uh promoting uh, the first nerdstock fest he's like hey uh, i i saw your book like every nerdcore artist on the east coast <laughs> and i'm like I'm like, yeah, well, I kind of wanted them to come and all that. He's like, yeah, but normally I book all the uh, nerdcore artists for my show, Recon. <laughs> oh, the one we went to, we met uh, Megaran and yeah, and all those guys. But uh, basically, I guess it was fate because in the end, uh, I unfortunately, uh, the show could not. That's the first time I've ever really had to cancel a show. I've never canceled a, a show in the past. And uh, it, it, it stung me a lot. Yeah. But um, we hooked up, started talking more. And then I introduced the idea to him. And he's like, I love it. Let, let's do it. And so we're having a really big comeback uh, this June at Foofs with uh, some first timer ever's to Canada. Like uh, we got MC Frontalot coming, uh, Schaefer the Dark Lord, who's never been here. MC Lars has been to Montreal, but that was like a dog's age ago. I think it was yeah. like 10, 10 years ago or so. And this will be the official public debut of Mega Ren. 
because uh, last year we went to a private little shindig. Yeah, I was going to say, because I, I I saw Megaran was on this, and we saw him last year, which was a great show, by the way. We were very few people who got to see him, which was yeah. really great experience. Skinny was there. I was there. You were it, there. We were just it, having it a was great nice old time. It got to be more of an intimate show. Uh, I mean, uh, we can say it was small, but there was actually quite a few people in that crowd. And yeah, like, there was when, enough people there, yeah. yeah oh, like, and... Also, that wasn't uh, even his full capacity crowd because this year he's actually booked the entire upstairs section of Fufuns. Oh, dope. For, to, to go between Recon and uh, Nerdstock. Um, so there's going to be some Recon events happening there. And then Nerdstock's happening on the Saturday night for the public. Tickets are on sale. Just go to nerdstockfest.com. Uh, you'll even see our other events coming up. Uh, you probably missed this, Skinny, but we actually expanded to Ottawa now, too. Very cool. Our first Ottawa show is going to be uh, July 22nd, but the headliners for Ottawa are going to make a pit stop in Montreal first on July 21st with Master Sword. They're the uh, Zelda-based power metal band. I'm so excited to see <laughs> oh, I've been trying for years to get them up here. They were supposed to be one of the headliners last year. So me just keeping my word to people that said, hey, I'll get you back. Well, I'm getting them all back. The nerds are mm. proud. We're happy. We're looking forward to it. How does it feel to be back? Uh, a little stressed right now because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. It's been like uh, it's been a minute since I stopped doing things altogether. Um, but uh, I'm also very excited at the same time. Like, uh, if you saw the bill that's on, we got like eight bands playing that day. It's right. from six to like whenever the hell we feel like finishing. Uh, we got. All, all we it's probably going to be one of the biggest nerdcore shows that this city's ever seen. So you got the four horsemen, we got Lex the Lexicon artist, you got Word Burglar coming in right there. That's that's six nerdcore artists already coming in, and we're throwing in double XP. Uh, my homeboys from Ottawa, Vunic 2, a, a local video game band, Zynosaur, uh, Game Genie. Actually, I saw Game Genie, she just did a, a Magfest show the, earlier this year. I saw her set online, it was pretty dope. And uh, and of course my friends the ninjas coming in, a uh, great bunch of comedy. These guys are just fun all around. So yeah, awesome. and on and so this is in conjunction with recon. So recon is happening, and people can also like. Well, will the same recon crowd be there that yeah. at the shows like last year? Um, what's happening? Yeah, the the recon. This is uh, more of a public event because what we went to last year was for recon only. Right, right. Uh, this year, it's this is open to anyone who wants to go. That's why there's tickets yeah. on sale. Uh, you'll probably get some mix of recon members, a mix of like public. Uh, okay. Online so sales have already started. Like the pretty much the the same day I announced it, tickets started selling. So. But that's why I was just double checking that like the people from recon. Yeah, was... I want to see them again. That's what we're yeah, really yeah. You're you're gonna you're gonna see Hugo again. Yes. Because that was the thing. The, the recon crowd, that was one of the things I wanted to tell people. Like, that was the highlight. Like the, the show was fantastic, but the audience was also such great energy. Yeah. And even though it was a private event, I, I want people to know, like, if half of those people are at the show and we start to show up, it'll, it'll pop off. Well, so. basically, we're expecting the venue to be full because, um, like I said, recon has both upstairs sections right both, right both the entire so there's a recon party happening on the uh, on the uh the, we're we're going to be in the big venue section right stock and then on the other side of the wall there you got like the other bar with the smaller venue right uh, so they're going to be using that section but their crowd's going to be coming back and forth 
because recon uh, their tickets right. also cover their uh their entrance for nerd stock there you go beautiful folks so Come it's going to be a it's going to be a party uh it's yeah, going to be a crazy crazy party people from oh. all over the world it's going to be great yeah, yeah. Those recon kids are cool and yeah. uh do you do people know what recon is like do i am i, am I allowed to, <laughs> to mention what recon they is? they are a cyber security convention cyber right, cyber security software convention that's what they are oh is that the, the that's what they call it publicly yeah that's what we call it publicly. <laughs> right that's exactly because i was gonna give it are. another name that was <laughs> I know, right? like i was about to be like yeah there's like, no 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 they are a cyber security <laughs> software convention yeah, right yeah. right so is it cyber, is cyber was it like more like that uh i was gonna say was it more like that mosh pit from uh all about the Pendium's music video from Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all oh, these bunch of nerds. All oh, they party hard, man. No, most, no. Let, put it this way, Wendell. Most of these recon folk have mistakenly found their way into certain websites and then may have found a job afterwards. Yes, yes, that is possibly the best way to describe. Oh, hello, Pentagon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how'd I get in here? I have no knowledge of anything which you are speaking of. We, no, we, we, we are just joking around, don't talking know. about the don't side on you're saying, Oh my god! You're saying don't uh, leave your Wi-Fi on. Put no. on. Your <laughs> Wi-Fi. Okay, you I got you. No, oh great! Now my it. phone's ringing, boys. Hold don't on. even tap your phone next to them. Yeah, I was. I'm just gonna say when you have your phone out, make sure you put your phone on airplane mode. Yeah. And Stuff turn off. your data off just snap it in half i have the fold too so i have to snap snap real hard but no oh I, you like, did get the fold flip i did get the fold flip. All right. but you, you know like be, be mindful you know what this is almost the type of party where i want to tell people like be don't nice even bring your phones or leave them like just come and party and don't have your phone because not just because the cybersecurity convention people could take out their phones and tapity tap tap all of a sudden you and your girlfriend's private pictures are all over the internet but also just because it's a fun party and just celebrate and have fun and be in the yeah. moment and you know unless mega ran jumps down into the crowd like he did last year and starts rapping in the middle of a cypher which was pretty fucking badass if you ask me pretty it crazy was. which was I'm... the only time you really need your phone because you just want to be like yeah and you're like taking yeah. video of yourself and you're like mega ran's behind you you're like you're doing that geek thing you do. <laughs> Actually, the beauty of the show is the 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 tech uh, the tech side of people from the from the con. They basically yeah. leave it at the con. They just go to host the party and yeah. go to the yeah, party. Yeah. They're cool. Uh, people, yeah. I ain't telling nobody I'm a sysadmin. Don't want to talk about <laughs> trying to see. <laughs> yeah, don't mention where you work. Don't We're not mention SSHing into nothing. <laughs> but uh no, so that's exactly what we did to help re rebuild and uh, rebuild and bring back Nerdstock. Uh, we teamed up uh, with some partners. So yeah, we have yeah. uh, Recon that we've teamed up with this year. And uh, we have the, for Ottawa, we're teamed up with uh, Colfax uh, Music Entertainments. Uh, they're also the labels for certain bands, just such that like double experience. Uh, they're, they manage them too. Dope. So, and uh, we're already, I'm already shopping around for more cities out West or out East whatever all right all right <laughs> try to make this into a traveling circus <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't have people painting their faces juggalo styles but all of a sudden like nerd style like just like weird nerd logos on their faces like freckles and stuff yeah, i don't know i'm just i'm trying to think of like like you know like maybe they're like painting deadpool or uh spider-man eyes <laughs> as they go around and they're just like 
gang gang like, they're like weird. Yeah. <laughs> i am Team not trying to start a mafia <laughs> or cults oh my gosh <laughs> every time i see the running of the juggalo stuff i'm just like can you believe this probably started off with like 10 guys in a backyard like wrestling together on a mattress and listening to heavy metal and then it turned into this insane juggle like multi- and I, like i'm not even trying to make fun that i legit think it was probably a bunch of kids just hanging with their friends like suplexing on like just doing the craziest mm-hmm. wrestling things to each other and then someone was just like yo man we should like get our friends over and like do a show and then this is what like 10 years yeah. late, 20 years I, late. I, I did it. Well, that's how Nerdstock happened. I, right. I was just had a bar with uh, one of the dudes from 2XP where he, we just finished doing their show. He's like, you know, it'd be cool. I'm like, why? If we do this at like at a con or something, I'm like, yeah, you got a point. A couple <laughs> weeks later, Nerdstock. That was back in 2016, which was our first one in 2017. <laughs> Wild, wild. Oh, let me rewrite the dialogue for that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I had to make that a movie. What? <laughs> hey, you guys improvise this whole part. Yeah, it's pretty much all improvisation and a little hazy it. too. Who knows? We have no idea what's going on anymore. So I'll just share it again for people. That's the website. You guys can check it out, nerdstockfest.com. And then uh the four ho- the four-eyed horsemen. Yeah. <laughs> So you guys they all wear glasses. Is your, is your symbol of this? Could you, well, actually, Star Trek would get mad, but it's That's, so funny because you know four, but it's live loving. You know, oh. anyway. Yeah, that would have been cool. And it's also four. Oh, triple oh. entendre. Star. No mind. Triple entendre. It's the V, and then it's, it's like six. the Star Trek nerd, triple and then it's a four. So yeah, it's <laughs> the big one know. for June tenth, and then uh, you guys can come in, and if you want, uh, hopefully you'll get some time to interview some of these. Uh, First timers that come in and some uh, repeat offenders. I'm on Word Burglar's ass. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got him. I haven't spoken to Word Burglar in a minute. I used to see him at uh, Fan Expo in Toronto every year. He used <laughs> to work at Silver Snail, the comic book shop. So him and I used to go deep. He also used to write a comic book back in the day that I used to buy every year when I went to the con. So I'm actually really looking forward to catching up with Word Burglar because that dude's fun. Um, he had a kid recently too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so. Two. Two. two kids now? Oh, Sam. Okay. Yeah, I number two kid club. What up? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah seriously. Yeah. You got to talk about music industry and being pops at the same time. Which right here. Two, to myself, my oldest turning 13, actually. Oh, Friday. my God. Friday. You're a veteran in this shit. Though. I don't even yeah, I am. <laughs> I, I am not even ready to talk You're about how to feed herself. I think you kind of get <laughs> <extra> <laughs> that. Mine, mine, Mine's uh, registered to babysit your kids right? now. There you go, <laughs> boy. Like, right. I just got like, you know, dad level one. Well, if you need a babysitter, I got I got hookups for you, man. Yeah, that's so. Like, can you imagine being a parent of a child that can take care of other children already? You're just like, what is but this? Legit, You're... she's certified. She actually did the course and everything. She's trained in first. Oh, aid there's school. courses now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course, man. You're not just gonna be like, all right, you are. Here's, here's, here's my kid to watch you. I think Bro, like white people right? regulated that shit years ago. <laughs> 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 I, I remember I babysat one of my teachers in high school. Brian, I'm ashamed. He was just like, yo. I uh, I need a babysitter, and he had me babysit his kid, and I was just like, yeah, no problem. His kid was mad cool, but he hated losing at cards, and him and I were playing cards, and I, I remember, uh, it's not my fault I was better at Crazy 8s than he was. <laughs> he got so bad. at one point, he, he I end up on the balcony, and he locks me out on the balcony. <laughs> 
Little did he know, though, I grew up in Uptown. Uh -oh. Those little balcony locks, I know how to pop those. So when oh, no. so when he when he locks me on the balcony, turns around and runs off thinking he's done, and I walk back in two seconds later, he's just like, how'd you do that? I'm just like, I ain't telling you shit. Man. You're in trouble now. I'm about to tell your pops that you locked me out on the balcony. It's basically oh, you're going to snitch uh, on him? No. Oh, I was going to snitch, but I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> it was basically that uh, Simpsons meme. <laughs> Where the kid kicks you out of Moe's bar, but then you just appear in the bar from behind. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Full on. I remember his face, too, because he was so proud of himself for, like, locking me on the balcony. And the fact that I walked in, no lie, 30 seconds later, and was just in the room with him, he almost shit himself. He Little kid's like, like, what the? What the? How did he do that? He's a wizard. Yeah, yeah, you appear behind the kid, and then a big gong happens, and all of a sudden, the Undertaker team comes in. <laughs> Lights get low. He's like, ooh. I just want to throw a little fog machine in there, yeah, too. Yeah, big green hats, long hair, really pale. <laughs> There's like another guy holding like a. a <laughs> Why'd you walk him out? Here comes Brian. Yes, that's the wild shit. Brian the Undertaker. Um, that's good times. You just tombstone again. Yes. Easy. ass out on the balcony after I tombstone. Good times, good times. No children are actually harmed during the uh, recording of this. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, oh, <laughs> we actually have to put that PSA out there. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> thanks, guys. God I really needed that. Tell laugh. A joke. <laughs> God forbid you tell a joke. Uh, folks, what shows? Speaking of laughter, speaking of crazy shit, um, I mean, I feel like we let Jaws go first because we want to. And Devin, I don't know if you've watched it, but we're going to talk about Guardians. Oh, Guardians. my goodness, we are. Yeah, we'll be talking Guardians. Did I you not see it, it yet? I got to get my toys. Hold it. up. Okay. Well, I, we're letting you know. We're going to let Jaws go first because yeah. he has I, I didn't about. get a chance to see it, but I am not going to stop. Yeah, I know Jaws let... doesn't I, care. You usually don't care. That's why. No, I, I kind of care about Guardians. Okay. I do. I do care, but no. <laughs> Actually, go ahead. I care go. very much. <laughs> I care, but go ahead. Go ahead. Cause... I mean, we can try and do a spoiler free. No, no. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I'm saying I messed up. Devin, Devin, we understand if you're gonna take your leave, we will. It will not be a problem. It will be heavy, sir. Since I don't go anywhere or do anything, I'm probably only gonna see it when it's released on Disney or something. So, I went. I went opening day. I was very excited. But okay, let's talk about let's talk about Neil Brennan first. Shoutouts to Neil Brennan and the comedy special blocks. Jaws hit. Oh, Jesus. For those of you listening, Skinny disappeared for like 30 seconds and came back with a fist full of action figures. Like, <laughs> like you know, when you're trying to hold like 10 things at once in one hand, so you, they're like in between every finger. That's how his hands look right now. Um, it's only five of them. It's only, how, sorry, how dare I? Only five action figures in your hand. I didn't, I didn't bring one hand. It wasn't a double fister, it was a one-hander. Yeah, it was, sorry, a, one -hander. It was a one-hander, five figures. Yeah, uh, I was just Cosmo. holding up some, uh, uh, a Weird Al action figure from White and Nerdy, I think, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh I have my Invincible figures. Actually, you can't see them. They're out of frame now. But I'm actually know. surrounded, but they're all in front of me, so you can't see. Behind me is right? just my comic books. Sometimes I love that I have this background, but I also wish people could see the side where I have a bunch of stuff and here where I have a bunch more stuff, and I'm like, eh, it's all good. 
one day. One day you guys will get a tour of the office when it's not as messy. Um, Niels Brennan, the man, yes. the myth, the legend, Chappelle's co uh the special co creator. He's back. Co creator, co writer, co writer, uh director, podcaster. Right. He uh, he direct well, yeah. What movie did he direct? Someone was talking about that recently. He oh. directed uh Half Baked. That's I it. it was, yeah, was it half baked he directed? Is it half baked? Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna look but he it also up. Directs, oh, uh, I love that. But he also directs commercials as well. So like there's like uh there's like a few Kevin Hart stuff and Samsung stuff, and I think he does voiceovers and stuff like that. So he has a a um Netflix special called Blocks. Mm. And so he he kind of coined the the term uh traumedy. So it's him, <laughs> like the blocks are basically his things that he feels makes him really weird and kind of outcasty and he has like um like comedy bits around each thing so like it's each thing that's kind of weird in his life is kind of represented by um like this block on the wall behind him that was created by uh, an artist friend of his and uh he'll kind of take one rearrange it and kind of talk about it so like you know he talks about doing comedy he talks about um you know relationships and why sometimes he's very weird about it and you know sometimes he's been the one to hurt somebody and sometimes he's been the one that's been hurt and so you know just like really kind of kind of it's like kind of talking to the crowd and kind of like doing comedy um he also mentioned that um at some point well like he mentions at some point where uh he starts doing comedy and then some of the comedians are like you know you should be a writer and he's like, that's comedian speak for like, give me your jokes. Your jokes are really good. <laughs> and uh, but he's also been in the space where he was with writers and otherwise like, you know, you should be a comedian. He's like, that's writer speak for you're really annoying. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking funny. That's so it was pretty way. cool. And like, you know, it was very vulnerable and, um, you know, talking about like, uh, you know, like he he can't see himself having kids because he's he's one. He's like the youngest of 10 kids. and his parents grew uh, were born during the Great Depression and they felt like, oh, you know, we should just bring in 10 kids and both of us just make them feel depressed all the time or something like that, you know, <laughs> and he knows the kind of guy, the kind of person his dad was. And he's like, well, I'm half my dad and I don't want to mess up a kid, you know, yeah. by by, you know, whatever craziness I'm pulling from that to over here. So. Um, what's also cool too is that like if you think the special if like you the special sounds interesting and you watch it and you're kind of like oh I kind of want a little bit more than that. Um, he actually has a podcast kind of related to that comedy special where he'll have um, guests, uh, comedy guests on his show and they'll talk about their blocks and stuff like that. So so far he's already had um, David Letterman on his show. Um, he's had I think um, Bobby Bobby Lee. Of course. Yeah, yeah, Bobby Lee's on the show. He's on the show. <laughs> Bobby's gotta be there. <laughs> he's got the other he's got other people too. So it's it was really it's a really good special, definitely worth watching. And mm. um little art installation that he plays with kind of plays into the whole thing. And it's uh definitely worth a watch. So I would definitely highly, highly recommend it. Oh, there was one bit that he talks about where he talks about going to the um CEO of Netflix place for like this like who's who of uh of um of guests there so he's like name dropping people and he has like a bit about chris rock really kind of like really making fun of him really hard 
<laughs> him and Chris Rock are actually really good friends, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, before he did uh the show, the 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 podcast blocks, he had right. another show called um not the champs Champ? no no so there was one in between called how neef how neil feel oh yes 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 yeah it is. and we had a really cool co-host with him uh bianca yeah. bianca bianca she's an old caribbean woman <laughs> <laughs> that she show is so cool that. because he would get the fans to like do to make musical spots and there was like a guy that was really good okay. and then there was like one part where bianca who's like ah I think she's like part Arabic and her family's from Panama or something like that. So she said one time she feels like she's an old Caribbean woman. And then someone took that and made a whole song <laughs> and it would just play. It. Yeah. I, 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 I remember when it was how Neil feels podcast with Bianca and they did a really good episode with Chris rock. Mm -hmm. And I almost feel like that episode Mind you, most of Neil's content kind of hit on his, as you mentioned, tromedy type thing. But that episode, it specifically of the podcast, felt like it touched on the same ideas that the Blocks podcast does. It almost felt yeah. like a prequel to it, if I, mm, yeah, in a sense, because that was mm -hmm. a very interesting episode and conversation. I think it was split into two parts. It was very good. It was very good. Yeah. I really, I remember watching that one and being like, oh, maybe I should have given this guy. Because that was one of the things. Neil was, is, has always been great. Mm -hmm. And I always liked him when he was with Chappelle. Then when he wasn't with Chappelle, I was kind of just like, oh, you're just a white nerdy friend. Mm -hmm. just like, no, he's actually... Like, I wasn't trying to dismiss him, but at the uh -huh. same time, I was full-on dismissing him. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. I was kind of just like, you know when you see someone, like, like, you know someone through their cool friend, and then mm -hmm. you see them without the cool friend, and you're just like, I guess I could talk to you. Like, no. <laughs> Oh man, but no, like um, I remember I, even I, guys, I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. Neil Brennan felt like the the friend of the cool guy that I was like, I guess I'll listen to what you have to say, and then I I was wrong. I'm saying so Neil you, so you never got to see him on um, Breakfast Club or him just talking with other people and just like really. So like um, he's mentioned before that like there'll be times where he actually gives people jokes or like, Hey, maybe if you cut this and like, right. like, he's, you know, he's definitely like a writer kind of guy. Yeah. Where like, Hey, maybe you should kind of clean this up and this and that. Uh, and so he's, I know he's written for Ellen. He's written for Chris yeah. Rock. He's written for quite a few people. And also by the way, the movie that he directed, which is one of my favorite movies and I could not remember it at the, I, I couldn't remember that he directed it. The goods live hard, sell hard. One of my favorite movies. Uh, it, it's with, um, what's his name? Adam McKay and Will Ferrell uh, produced it, and it stars uh, Jeremy Piven, Ving Rhames, uh, James Brolin, uh, and uh, Catherine Hahn. Fantastic movie. If you guys haven't seen it, it's about a car dealership that needs to hire like car dealership sales mercenaries because they're trying to like clean out the lot by the end of a weekend and they bring in jeremy piven and his crew who are like sharks they like can sell anything so funny such inappropriate comedy like half <laughs> of the jokes you could not do today and i still <laughs> love that movie um hopefully i don't get canceled for saying i love it do not watch it if you get easily offended they do some really inappropriate stuff we're, we're talking like girl trying to sleep with a man with special needs it gets wild it gets wild yes skinny that face you just made yeah. all right so that's, that's the face everyone makes when they watch them and they're like 
What the emotional f- damage? <laughs> emotional damage. <laughs> what's his name? Uncle. Uh, what's that chef's name? I forgot the guy's name, but I, I know who you're talking about. Emotional damage. That's so good. Anyways, uh, that's it. Blocks. Dope. Watch check it. out Blocks, and definitely check out his directorial film. Like I'm telling you, The Goods is a good film. If you guys are looking for something funny and stupid, uh, Devin. <laughs> Are you sure you want to stay for the the? Yeah, the I kind of thought over. I don't want to get spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I felt like I should give you. I felt like I should give you an out no. because yeah, I know we gonna spoil it. We gonna spoil yeah, it. Gonna spoil it. Gonna spoil it. <laughs> and I can see Jaws later. I'm going. Why did I let them do this? <laughs> um, but folks, once again, uh, you guys can check out Nerdstock. Uh, you can check out NerdstockFest.com. Uh, all the information is there. Devin, is there anything else you want to tell people? Uh, actually, I to- did forget to mention there's also hmm. going to be some nerdy vendors at the show, too. Oh, dope. Okay. Yeah, so dope. there's going to be some uh, toy guys and just artists and Chris from Squared Ideas setting mm. up. Yeah. Man, I've been seeing like Chris's IG and I'm loving the stuff. He's oh, posting. I've been. We actually just did a con this past weekend in uh, K-Town. And oh yeah up and i didn't get to go to that yeah it was but it, I mean, guys dude it was what a vintage comic show book day. A, i know but why <laughs> i went to the show i went to the toy con show on april 15th mm-hmm. got the flyer from my from the homie at key issues um yeah. and i was just like okay cool and then i'm like looking at the date i'm like why does may 6th seem important to me i feel like <laughs> i've seen that somewhere else recently and then the week comes, and I'm just like, I, I and I, I still have the flyer next to yep. the comic book I bought at the show because I bought one comic book. I bought the first issue of Radiant Black uh, with a, a variant cover from Key Issues, which I love. I'm, I'm actually going to frame that one because I bought all the Radiant uh, on Comic Book Day, free Comic Book Day. But I'm, I'm like looking at the flyer, and I'm like, wait, May sixth. Oh, you guys are doing this on Free Comic Book Day. I can't go to yeah. Kanawake for Free Comic Book Day. We could have came on the Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because on uh-huh. the Sunday, also had they also had live wrestling. Oh, so, damn. Oh. Okay, well, I'll have to go for next time. And then, but Ottawa will have live wrestling too. Hey, there you go. Uh, right. Speaking of wrestling, oh, yeah. we got me, everything. <laughs> me tombstoning a kid. No, I'm joking. I there we go. <laughs> we'll we'll prep your costume. Someone's gonna turn that into a soundbite, and I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, man. June, yeah, Friday, June, uh, no, Saturday, sorry. Yeah, Saturday, yeah, yeah. June, Saturday, June 10th. Saturday, Friday, June, 10th. June 9th, rest up for Saturday, for Saturday June That's what you 10th. meant to say. That's what you meant to say. There you go. Yeah, and yeah. we are taking over Fufun Electric. There we go. That's a, it's, it's a nice spot, It's going to be guys. a bar full of nerds everywhere, from the tech world to our world. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Dope. All right, man. We appreciate you coming through. Hey, we'll thanks a lot for your time, guys, Thank and we'll, through, we'll keep in touch. Yeah. Peace, man. Take care. Guys, it's gonna let's, let's start spoiling. Oh, he's, uh, I was like, let's spoil now. Let's Man, this nigga didn't kill nobody. Shouts to him. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> Bang. Bang. I was actually disappointed. Close your trilogy without killing niggas. Bang. Good. Ooh, yes. I wanted How we death. do things. Yes. I wanted death. I wanted nah, one character. Never mind death. not having death for once in these things. Uh, oh my really? god, you're dead. Actually, Okay, we didn't kill. He didn't kill any. Okay, let's start from the beginning. Let's well, hold, hold on, on. hold on, hold on. Technically, Groot did die in the first movie. Man. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but he, he regrew. Doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it does one. because uh, there's a there's a video where they acknowledge this is technically Groot's son. 
word. Yeah. Technically. This is technically Groot's son. Groot, the original Groot is dead. That's cool. Which is kind of wild. But since then, this other Groot has done way more, so no one really cares about I mean, the original Groot, you know, first movie, someone had to go. Second movie, someone had to go. Third movie, I'm cool. I'm super cool with nobody dying. That's the part I didn't understand. You well, killed I mean, off people in every movie except exactly, the final one. Where I was just exactly. Like, like, out. I left everybody intact. Technically, <laughs> there were deaths, but those deaths were in the past to tell the story of the future. No, no, no. I'm talking now. about like core team members that you came up and loved, the mixtape gang. Oh, they're going to sing rock music. At least we're not like, oh, Drax burned to death. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, he did a big, great, and we all thought Although that was there coming. was a lot of teases. There was a well, they, sure. I think yeah. they leaned into that. He's like, oh, there's this rumor. Let's just fuck with them. With the Chris for the like crack, crack. 90 first minutes. Oh, actually, Rocket kind of died for like 30 seconds. Yes. Okay, he's like, he's dying the, the whole movie. Let's start. Let's start from the beginning. Let's jump. Let's let's uh, let's give people a little bit of some info. Context. Uh, so just before we go into it. Spoilers. We are about to spoil Guardians of the Galaxies. Oh, did I miss <laughs> How am I still here? Pure galaxies in the mind. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Sorry, yeah. Uh let's 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 run that again and take two. Spoilers. We are about to spoil Guardians of the Galaxy 3. If you have not seen the film and do not want spoilers, we would ask you to please hold until you no longer see this banner across the bottom because okay. i'll just leave it uh i guess i can just leave it or I'm if anything streaming while i'm doing this podcast we're just gonna you, you guys we're gonna take it off but just know there are spoilers happening do not be mad at us don't get all they love us they love when we spoil they don't i know mad. luke sky uh darth vader was luke skywalker's jaws is starting to look less and less happy about his decision <laughs> you know what's actually funny when i left the theater i actually did bump into a friend that was going to go see the movie, and I was, oh. and that's the first thing I said to him. Well, it was, well, it was, because he thought I was gonna say it. When I say he's like, that was funny and all, but like, you better shut up now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the third movie. It takes place after the Christmas special, which if you you didn't have to see the Christmas special to know what's going on, but it did give you a little bit of insight into where they are now. They are now living in the the skull of a dead god, nowhere. Oh uh, yeah, dead celestial. Of that was celestial. that was shown in the first movie. So they went, they went, moved yeah. there. They've been yeah. there yeah. since. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of like the this Christmas special gives you a sense of how it's laid out and the community they're building, which is really nice. So if you get into the movie, you kind of get a sense at the beginning of like of of like comfort because you already know what's happening. Whereas if you didn't watch a Christmas special, the last time you may might have seen them was Thor, where they're just flying around space. But also in in the Christmas special, that's when Mantis really confirms that she's his brother, uh, their brother and sister and sister. Yeah. They're siblings. That yeah. they're siblings. Her and Star Lord are siblings. Yeah, but that's that was like, although it was in, it wasn't important, but it was like it was mentioned. But it, and they it, got it, it could have not been. It yeah, they like, took care of that at the beginning of this movie too, because she's like, uh, what's her name says it to her. Like at the beginning of the film, Star Lord is having a rough time of it, uh, you know, and everyone's kind of just being angry because he's always drunk. And what's her name carries him. Why am I drawing a blank on her name? Nebula. Nebula says to like everyone's trying to point fingers and being like, "Why don't you do this? Why don't you do this?" And Nebula says to Mantis, "Well, you're his sister." And that's yeah. when you're like, if you hadn't seen the Christmas special, you're like, "Oh my god!" But at that point, no one gives up. So it's like whatever. <laughs> 
I thought it was cool. I like it. Was, yeah, I thought it was nice. Uh, you know, uh, I got to say, for those of you who were excited for Adam Warlock, he does show up real early. Real um, early. He attacks nowhere. Rocket gets injured. They try bad. and save. Yeah, bad injured. Well, He's pretty much dying. Yeah. They're trying to save Rocket's life. They put the med pack on him. It reacts Activates badly. Activates failsafe. Yeah, he has failsafes in his body. You start to find out that he has proprietary technology in his body that is uh, protected, and you can't just work on him. And that's where our story begins. The, the, mm -hmm. the story is them trying to figure out how to save Rocket's life. And, you know, James Gunn has said this trilogy was secretly a Rocket trilogy the whole time. It's, you know, that he saw the unit, the the story of the guardians through rocket's eyes that's who that was the perspective he felt he was writing from the whole time which i thought was a very interesting take mm -hmm. it's almost like when i say um because the second one rocket's a dick right yeah, yeah. for inexplicable like inexplicable yeah yeah, yeah. It's, yeah you're, you're, like, you're like why are you acting like you're like you're just <laughs> whoa whoa <laughs> but, no. but it's like he's, it's he's, like he's, how he's captain America... sorry sorry he's gaining emotion because he's like i'm the only one of my kind right he's right uh, but I was just saying, like, that trilogy being Rocket's trilogy is similar to how I keep saying Captain America's trilogy is secretly a Bucky trilogy. Mm. Which I also mm. kind of agree. On. Yeah, I think a lot I think a lot of people actually feel that way. I don't, I don't think it's so much of a secret anymore. Oh, I, th I feel it's like a, it's it's almost to a certain degree. It's like a double. Like, it's two different trilogies that just so happen to be. I, I don't give Cap anything because that the, like it's Bucky is Cap his and best Bucky friend. friendship story. That's basically it. Yeah. I guess, I guess. Well, but yeah, all this to say, yeah, this Guardians cool. of the Galaxy film is really about saving uh, Rocket's life and going beyond that. So let's start. Where do you guys want to start with the story? What do you mean? What, what's, a, what's the first thing you guys want to talk about? Do you want to talk about Adam Warlock showing up? Do you want to talk about the fact that Gamora uh, isn't there, comes back, how they work her into the story? Where do you guys feel is the most important aspect for fans that we would want to discuss so much happening in this shit. So much. Right. So I would just say that it's 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 not just. I th I think it's not only the best of the series because mm, okay. all of the original is like obviously great yeah. because you're being introduced to the characters for the first time. Technically, right. this is the best fleshed out movie. Yeah, I can uh, see that. I'll go would, one, three, two yeah. easily. Yeah, or, same. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said. But I would say that this movie does trump a lot of what's been out in Marvel. I would say it's it's, yes. it's maybe the best movie in phase three five. we're in three what whichever one we're in now five five and we're in five we're in five since wait, phase wait, wait, three. you're two phases back <laughs> no wait, 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 wait infinity war and endgame was phase four three three yeah. phase four is all the shit they spider-man and then all the shit afterwards that nobody likes yeah okay um, up until black panther and then it's phase okay because this has been since basically all yeah, I was gonna say was an ant-man the first phase five so black, no, yeah. yes, yeah. So like, like it's schools, it's school. It, basically, it schools most of the movies that have been released since uh, the Infinity War slash. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's easy because they had an original director of the first one and two. Everything in Phase Four has not been an original director that was a part of Phase One, Two, and Three. That is a good yeah. point. That's a big fact. Yeah, big James Gunn. <laughs> you can really tell that James Gunn, as a writer director too cares about the characters more and has yeah. a stronger connection to these characters in telling the story. Well, no, Kugler was also the director for the second Black for Black Panther. Kugler got a friggin' big yeah, old bone thrown in his wheel and he had to go and do a tribute movie instead yes. of doing so the, yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay, fair, fair, fair. 
Yeah, we um, acknowledge Sam Raimi came out here and swung his dick around and said, "Hey, I can do horror." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah oh. and then did so much Evil Dead and even concluded some Evil Dead in his movie, which I personally enjoyed. Uh, yeah. um, but had no need to the, be in the MCU, but sure, that's the, what you the guys only thing, wanted, so he did it. The only thing I would say was really, if I had to say something I didn't like about the movie, okay. it is a very me thing, and I know that some people are like me in the yeah. sense, like. People dying or being abused on TV or movies is like, yeah, okay, sure. But something about animals being I felt very uncomfortable for a lot of the flashbacks. It was very like Especially animals that aren't real. Those animals look real, bro. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I was with a friend of mine who I didn't realize was the same. You hear that raccoon's Brooklyn accent? He's real to me. Damn it. You hear that raccoon? Title. You hear that raccoon's Brooklyn accent is the title. That is fantastic. My man's got feels over a weasel. No, but it's just, I want, like, example, like, it was like, I can't, I, it's such an old movie, but I can't think of anything recent. Like, Homeward Bound, dude. I was like, one of those people, like, Oh yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, you're right. I was one of them kids. Like, why are you watching? I, yeah. you know, don't get me wrong. I I understand that yeah. for some people, not for me. I especially again, if it's CGI animals, I'm not gonna feel a way about them. There's like whatever it is, it is. But I understand some people feel a certain way about seeing animals injured and tested on and tortured. I would say the fact that the high evolutionary was doing this to any living creature the animals was trust me everyone was getting it when he oh, was oh yeah that's me. why it's that's like what? i was i wasn't like it wasn't ruining the movie i'm just saying like there was certain yeah, aspects i was like you, i didn't want to feel this way like this is such a great you just scene said but i hate seeing what i'm just, seeing Dave, you let just me said it was you. the one thing you didn't like which what? is like no but i'm saying it's because that's the thing it's like it's only it was only because of my like internal programming i don't know what, what was, which like, one was it was it floor was was it floor or lila <laughs> i know oh. you if you had no feels for that big old fucking walrus thing Nah, he was hideous. <laughs> okay, so, so was it? So was Can it floor? I joke. I'm just joking. I said that for a joke. Come on, don't be like that. that this man has rolling in the joke. <laughs> nope. Seriously, all I was just like, this sucks. Anyways, it was floor, that, wasn't it? It was. It was, it was the bunny. It also proves that it was good storytelling. It was good storytelling. It was. It was great storytelling. Uh, yeah. The balance of comedy and whatnot. Uh, yes. Surprised that they finally dropped an f bomb in the film. That was hilarious. Which is the f- supposedly the first one? It is. In- it's the first Marvel it's, in the first. It's the first. Mar- I've not. Seen. I've yeah. not heard Marvel say right. the f bomb ever. Is. Yeah. It's so funny. When he was, I was just like, yeah, James sorry. Gunn did an interview where they were asking him, "How do you feel having the first f bomb in your legacy?" And oh, yeah. uh, there was a story. He was telling the story of how he was talking to Feige, and Feige was telling him, "Well, the Russos had one in Endgame." Uh, Tony was actually going to say something, uh, get off my fucking planet or something like something like that before mm-hmm. he snapped. And uh, they actually approved it. And the Russos were the ones that said afterwards, actually, this is not the direction we want to go in. Like, because uh, it's corny. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Whatever reason, they just felt it would be better if they did the I am Iron Man. No, what they did in Guardians is everyday shit. That's why I died yes, because I've done that. Yeah, yeah. I said that to someone the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, what do you then what? Open the fucking door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I said yes so loud in the theater with approval. I was just like, yes. More but, of this. But, but that sounds it, that's like I'm I'm not surprised because that seems on brand for this version of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't really see it for like Captain America is always telling everyone about language because he's yeah. literally the old man of the group, which makes That's... sense. <laughs> I like this, the saucepan that James Gunn has to work in here because he can't go off like he did in Peacemaker, where every second word is a Phil Farnham yeah, and yeah. so on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he just but goes I, off. So I'm kind of good with this. But I also felt like it was his his last way of being. Yeah, fuck y'all. I'm out. <laughs> like I'm I'm going to DC. Peace y'all. Because of them, he got DC. You know, Listen, yeah. when they sent him over there to ruin Suicide Squad, look, look at him getting a job. Come on. <laughs> but I also I- feel that like um I find like before you start writing a movie, you should watch Blade 3. <laughs> and when you watch Blade 3, you're gonna be like, Wow, that's a lot of swearing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could be a person that swears a lot. But you watch Blade Three, and you're like, no one really talks like that. That's too much. Yeah. Like, why? Why? That's there's no. That's not even edgy. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Now. <laughs> this is absurd. Sam Jackson in a movie, just like just throwing. You're like, like the fact that Sam Jackson this? doesn't say the swear word is pretty funny. Yeah, that too. Actually, I thought that was very. The fact that he is Nick Cage he was going and, to uh, not Nick Cage, and he got Nick Fury. This many Nick movies Fury, in. Nick Fury was going to say it, but then he got dusted yeah <laughs> it's true yeah can good. we talk about counter earth can we talk about just, a I, lot of just all of it? i was actually gonna say yes counter earth to me was the the that bat family into that was one my favorite part of the movie that interaction with the cool. bat family who could not they there's no but then you just see the frustration and worry in the father's face yes the whole yeah. time why are these people in my house yeah, yeah. yeah. why 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 are you giving them the car we're never seeing that car again why never seen that? The car again. <laughs> ever, ever oh. again the high evolutionary's idea is that he wants to create the perfect and peaceful like people and he wants to put them on a planet he for some reason has been to earth and thought of earth as like almost the perfect society and place except that humans are instinctually bad like there's like there's just something evil about them apparently say what sorry he's been running amok for 300 years apparently right right so he has this idea he saw prometheus (laughs) (laughs) i bring you love you know he starts doing all this testing he's trying to figure out how to do it that's why rocket is a product of the test that he was doing he was like one of the earlier groups <laughs> rocket the group eight nine where they they do all this kind of modifications and stuff like that and create intelligence or the ability to speak in the animals rocket turns out to be some sort of like Marvel super genius because the high evolutionary is trying to figure out this compound to evolve creatures through their natural state. But taking uh, away rage. Yeah. To being humanoid, but he wants to take away rage. And somehow Rocket's the one that figures it out. He's just like, you just got to do this. And then <laughs> high evolutionary goes, gives him the Westian Bowie. Look yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what that the ass is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looked at himself. Like... Yeah, it was bad because I've never seen, you know, you like that. It's going to be a really bad analogy. No, but no. you know when you watch the, the movies with Slave Masters and the slave like fights back, that first fights back or speaks <laughs> up or like does something that shows the Slave Master like, bitch, I'm human. Like I'm not just <laughs> like I'm not just property. I'm as intelligent and capable as you. And, and the, the Slave, slave master, master has a face of like, 
the fuck you say? Like, my <laughs> evolutionary looked at Rocket Raccoon like, what the heart where really where the, the, the bottom lip starts to quiver a yeah. bit. <laughs> so a level of, of like rage at the fact that the the student has surpassed the master it was wild to see yeah, and great. and then like you just keep watching the scene play out and the, the, the high evolutionary full on has a breakdown becomes like yeah. an alcoholic little bitch is like <laughs> white girl wasted where is she where is where this is bitch she? break this bit like just running around the halls you have to do yeah. your treatment sir no yeah no i don't want it dude honestly that scene had me laughing so hard because i just kept picturing i'm just like this man is having a white girl wasted full-on meltdown like on the floor like just oh like, no you what? didn't tell how how like, did I'm you can can i can like, i just kicking bring his up feet on the couch quick? and stuff yeah yeah i want to bring up something real quick i'm just looking up this actor to play the high evolutionary in yeah. guards of the galaxy he was also in peacemaker all right yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hooking yeah. it yeah, up yeah, yeah. he's James great. Gunn hooking it up yeah, yeah. James Gunn likes using the same. His wife is in everyone that's in Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad that he could fit in. He did fit in. James Gunn's getting a piece of all of them. Of, um, uh, Nathan Catcher is in it. Nathan Fillion and his crew from that show wasn't yeah. it? Uh, Nathan yeah. Fillion is in it. Uh, Rat Catcher is in it. She plays the girl that uh, on the planet <laughs> that is like in the room in the yeah. computer room. Uh, like oh, they're Star all there. Wows. Yeah, they're all there. Yeah, yeah. He just His gets... wife's there. She gets shot in the leg. Oh my god, that was good. Yeah, it was pretty. She funny. just shot her in the knee. <laughs> but that's it. Like he he likes, yeah, and he, he's not the only. I mean, tons of directors do that. Wes Anderson, all of them do it. They like to just work with certain people, and they're just like, "Yo, you're cool to work with. Let's just do another project together." Yeah, hey, or... I don't have to yell at you. Come. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's and and that's I, it, it's not wrong. Like there are directors who appreciate the shorthand. Like once you have that shorthand, mm -hmm. where you don't have to say too much. You know, like supposedly for Chris Pratt, there's times on set where he tells Chris less, less bad. And that's it. That's all he says to Chris. <laughs> what does that even mean? Less, like, less evil, less, no, like, less, oh, less crappy. No. Yeah, less crappy. He means like less crappy. Imagine like, a grown man looking me in my face at my job and be like, hey, hey, Keel, hey, hey, try it again. Less bad. Less bad. But that's the thing. Like, He's just, if he knows how to talk to you, then yeah. that's like you know, if that's yeah. how you talk to each other, exactly. Then exactly. That's fine. But if, if he doesn't know have you at that all, kind then... of relationship and he has the shorthand with you, and you know when he says less bad, it means oh, you didn't do this or this. You're just like, Yeah, yeah, motherfucker, I know. Like, we good. Let's just go next keep rolling, less you know. Like bad. um, and then but because the other thing that he said that they said in the interview is Chris Pratt will uh ad lib a line. And then James will write the replies. So the scene that you see where he says to her, you I, you have such pretty eyes. And she says, uh, my father pulled out my eyes, blah, blah, blah. That was all ad lib. He, he said that first line about the eyes. John, J, James Gunn wrote the reply on set, gave it to her. She says they, they shot it and redid the scene. And that made it into the trailer because it was so good. So they have that rapport where all the actors trust in the director and in james and the, the whole crew so well that they can just do stuff like that and it's so good it makes the trailer and that scene even though i saw that scene in the trailer it is still great in really the movie. good in the, yeah. it's so yeah. good in the movie like yeah. everything the, they showed in the trailer still worked very well in the film and itself. that dude that is one of the best things 
James Gunn has going for him when it comes to Marvel movies, because there's a lot of Marvel movies where everything in the trailer is everything in the show. You know, there was only one scene that they showed in the trailer that wasn't actually in the movie, and I didn't even notice it until afterwards. You know, oh, when you one? see when you see High Evolutionary floating with his legs crossed, right? That shit ain't yeah. in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like super dramatic. You're like, oh, what's yeah. he about to do? Yeah, <laughs> nothing. He ain't about to do nothing. It was good, man. Um, yeah. his face got ripped off. Really what? Yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh, good. his face. Can we talk about his face? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I was not so, expecting that. Speaking about the, white I was expecting something. Yeah, I was, I, I, I was expecting like, oh, like he. No, had, but like, the a... whole time you see it stretched, so you're like, either a, they're gonna rip that shit off. I didn't expect it to be a mask. I yeah. didn't expect it to be just so peelable. Like you're a high I evolutionary, mean, and you can't get a better way to put on your face, B. So he's like, uh... I'm shocked he didn't clone himself or something. So he's like, um, was it Robocop? Him? Yes, he takes yeah. off the helmet. And just stretch. Uh, oh no no no! His face is like that. Well, that's he, how it looks. That's how he no. looks regularly. Mm. It's when you find out at the end what happened to him and why he wears that stretched mask face. Mm. It's because something else happened to him, and oh, okay. you, you yeah. see what the results of that is. And it's right. bad, dude. Like, yeah, it's bad. It's it, it, looks, it looks like it's oh, nuts. Man. That's like Two Face on crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. they were like, "Hey, let's face with an extra hint of acid." Yeah, let's yeah, a nasty face that was really, really messed up, and then just like put some tent on it. Yeah, it's like salt. Mm. Here you yeah. Go. Oh god, it's not like, you that's go. a bad cut you have there. Here's some vinegar. Vinegar. <laughs> 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 uh, we, you know what? We actually managed not to spoil too much, so I say we just give our impressions and. And and finish off the yeah. Guardians part because we we've actually talked about how great it is, how good the acting is, how good the cast was, how solid the story is, how great it is in the MCU, and I'm we didn't spoil so much of the movie. So I think we actually did a solid review without spoiling too many things. Not much to spoil really, because yeah. regardless, you're gonna have a great time. So it's like yeah, yeah it's mm -hmm. not worth it. Yeah, Counter Earth yeah. part is very. You're gonna laugh. Oh yeah, my God, yes, you're laugh yes. That stuff is really, really good. You're I got to laugh Counter Earth. You're gonna laugh at Orga, yeah, a lot. Batista, I really, I was kind of just like, the way Batista acted, attitude wise, before this movie, where he just kept throwing around like, well, if they're not gonna bring Gun back, I'm just not gonna keep doing this. And I was like, shut up, dude. But no, but now I get it. Now I get it. Yes, because mm -hmm. I understand why he specifically wanted to work with Gun. When mm -hmm. you watch the film, you really understand. They do have that kind of connection and communication between them, and the, it really was solid. Like I, so Batista's like an actor, actor now. Yes, like, look at him. Dude, I'm, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop the names of the directors Batista has been working with in the past few years. Yeah, okay. Villeneuve. Danny Villeneuve. Yeah. <laughs> Ra off rip. Rain, Rain Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Glass yep. Onion, dude. You yeah. Know? He and he said he would like Villeneuve is one of the reasons he wants to be better. He mm -hmm. said, like, working with him and Villeneuve recognizing his skills inspired him to be like, oh, I want, like, I thought, you know, I'm a wrestler. I'm, I can do this. I now. can act, but I want to be an actor. And he's yeah. done it. I mean, he's, again, I say it every time. He's the best, to to this day, mm -hmm. out of all the wrestlers I've ever seen, he's yeah. the best actor slash wrestler. Yeah. All of them. Not yeah, the most profitable, think. but. Right, I'm not talking about profits. Actor. I'm talking about talent. Profits don't mean anything. Profitable? What do you mean? Oh, he's the talking rock. about the Rock, but the Rock. Oh, whatever. But the Batista Rock is going to be over. eating good for the rest of his life. Exactly. Need... And I don't think, and I, it seems like Batista doesn't want to keep 
working out that hard. Right. Nah, he like, put a vest like, on real quick. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? like he said, like I, everyone's like, oh, how come we're gonna not do Drax? He's like, I can't do, I can't do that body forever. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And he also You're said insane. he hated the paint, like the the paint stuff. Like, yeah, he he was yeah. in the chair for a long time. Yeah, yeah. like that's He's a good only... at least wait six hours maybe, yeah. depending on how much person... that's to cover. He's the only person on set not clothed. Yeah, yeah. You cold. Dude <laughs> just run around with body paint half half of man. Yeah, that's cold as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those sound stages are not heated, man. It's true. Mm. Like this poor man had to be running around. And he has to put a blanket on, and all the paint comes off on the blanket. Oh lord! You know, and then you <laughs> have to retouch him up again. Like it's. Uh, I didn't think that's about that. Trash. Great yeah. movie. So yeah, Dave. What, yeah, I, I would say this. It has the uh, uh, like like Empire Strikes Back slash uh, Return of the Jedi slash uh, like you know Die Hard one, Die Hard three. Like it, you have a strong combatant of it outdoing the best of the series. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's it's all it's it's fighting for it's positioning for first position. I agree with Doc. I still think the first one's a little bit better, but it's probably mm-hmm. more because of an introductory standpoint. Yeah. Personally, I think on that it's hard to um, land table setting, which is something we always say. Exactly, like right? you do. You did. They did table setting in the first one and told a good story. Yeah, that's exactly. we weren't even expecting that. He's like, ah, Guardians. Who knows who right. these guys yeah. are? And you're that, like, that's the other thing that you have to give credit to to James Gunn, though. Like, right. no one thought this was going to be anything other than a, a throwaway, and it ends up being all the characters end up being important and lovable. He and managed to do underdogs in a universe that started with underdogs, which is exactly very interesting. Sorry, yeah. Skinny, it looked like you were about to say something. I just wanted to pivot, like pivot off of what Dave said, but to also say, I just like it because you get finality without mm-hmm. feeling like everybody's going to die, dude. And I hate, the, I hate a, a lot of modern movies. They can't seem to do finality, right? The whole doomsday, everybody's going to die type right. thing. People have like said. It that this film has a better sense of finality than Endgame. Ooh. Ooh, this rough. one, you get wild closure, and you're like, you can go home and be right. like, okay, my guys are okay. Right. I, 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 see I, that. I actually agree that I feel like this had more finality than Endgame. I, I understand why they say that, and I definitely get that from it like i like this movie ends you know how those like college movies end where like you get a chiron for each character like james went back to the market and got a job working for his uncle this movie has that without chiron like they show every character doing a thing and you're and you get this sense of like and and skinny you're right because i i really did expect someone to die and i was kind of hoping like to see someone you know self-sacrifice for the team but you know true to the they didn't have to and they still gave us one of the most satisfying final like end of a story and if none of those characters ever came back i I'm actually good. wouldn't be upset no. i wouldn't yep. be mad. but i think i think they get the finality over endgame only because endgame had too many characters to be able to do that that's sure. why they concluded on like more like Two yeah, or but they three. had two movies to to build up and end the story, and it still didn't feel as good of an ending for everything as this did. Also, oh, what you show me, old Steve, for if you ain't gonna show his ass again? Where's he at? It's been three years. Stop it! Don't do that. Well, uh, to, to be, I was gonna say to be fair, when Tony does what he does, the ultimate sacrifice, right? And like someone in the crowd just went, "What the fuck?" 
<laughs> when I went to go see it, someone yelled at, like, even though there was kids in the crowd, they were like, yeah. <laughs> I did not see it coming. Out loud. Oh, that was and, good. And, what? like, even I feel like even the parents in the in the crowd were were like, oh, why do you swear? They're like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. At least I I you know I got kids here so I can control myself. Yeah, yeah. That. Wait, Wendell, <laughs> at what point did he do it? When he realized what he did when he snapped, or when they showed him all toasty on the ground? <laughs> I think if it was at the snap, this, that I think was when great. he was. I think it was like in between. I think it was yes. okay. Yeah, when he realized, like he was just like ah, like he was. <laughs> then, I mean, it, like, how can you kill him? It's that's Iron Man. Yeah, like it, it, and it, I loved them for five years. You know, that's didn't read any of the comics. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, a, that's a whole other conversation. Our I do, don't know what that is. I, I do understand <laughs> the sense of like if you were uh, what if you were like eight or nine, eight nine or ten in two thousand eight. <laughs> when the first movie came out with Iron Man and then this movie comes out and you're like 18 or six, like, I don't remember what, what year does the, the end game come out? 2019. Uh, 2019 is it? Yeah. No, before that. No, I mean, the game came I was, out 2019. I was thinking 2018. Yeah. I was 19. thinking 18 too. 18 was uh, Infinity War. <laughs> oh shit. It is 2019. It's right before everything went to shit. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, <laughs> They planned it, anyways. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Because uh, even because so, even my partner, when she, I was, she was like, yeah. "Okay, I'm going to see Endgame too. Bye. See you in three hours." Three hours later, the fuck? Right. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm I'm text three hours I'm later. What I'm an fuck? eight year old, and then I'm nineteen. Congratulations! You just had the best superhero, like you know, story told of ever existing throughout sure. actual closure. We didn't so get no like, ah, He's gonna be a different actor now. We yeah. got we, Batman, Batman, right. Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Batman. Every forever. Spider movie, every Spider Man movie we saw Come got on. rebooted, and yeah, and and these kids got, got to see to. Iron Man evolve and and level up, and then self sacrifice for the great self sacrifice, and it's wild. So I can understand them having a hard time not being like, "What the fuck?" Like the shock you must feel to watch this character you grew up with. So. Also, that person sounds like a grown ass man. He sound like <laughs> I, you know, what? I also understand all them kids who probably were eight years old and then grew up to see Iron Man die are the same motherfuckers that are complaining about everything now in Marvel. Yes, 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 yes. yes. You have your right. Yeah, we're sorry we gave you the best shit of your life, but guess what? Life is disappointing sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My God. You know what? Those skis not wrong. They got fucking spoiled. They got they super got spoiled. spoiled. They got How you mean? They didn't have the like the, the whole bunch of weird Superman movies, which granted those are fun to look back on now. But right. when we were kids, we we're just like, okay, Richard Pryor, why are you in this Superman? We're like, you know, like, <laughs> sure, give us these weird Superman movies. And then we got eighty nine Batman, and and then but then Val Kilmer, and then George Clooney, and we're like, oh, god damn it, what's happening? You kids, you whippersnappers are so good. I remember the days when we had the Shadow. Yeah. And the Phantom. And the don't, Phantom. Don't, don't hate on either one of those. Things. I'm not hating on them. I'm just saying. That was those got no sequels. Can't forget, yeah, <laughs> the spirit. Can't forget him. Can't forget Darkman. One and yeah, two. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we can forget the spirit. The spirit wasn't good. <laughs> All that this to is. say, we got a lot of bad, and then these Meteor movies. Man. These movies. Yeah. <laughs> Meteor Man's fun, though. Yeah, but these movies, jokes. yeah these movies Blank are better. And I got to say, this last movie. Fantastic. Uh, yep. The Guardians of the Galaxy. 
is is a solid solid ass film thank and you james for dunking on their asses so that everyone could shut up now and now you can just go over to dc and be like all right now uh, just on though because if you like that's the thing i i remember thinking when i walked out i was just like i almost feel bad that he did a, such a good job here because like if he had messed up a little bit then the pressure wouldn't be as high over at dc because it'd be like uh you know the, he, he, he can't he can't be perfect the whole way through the you can't have him. three great guardians movies and peacemaker like nah you know it's, it's, he's gonna mess up somehow and no this motherfucker hasn't tripped up yet so <laughs> he hasn't he didn't do the flash so superman is his let's i know it. superman legacy actually fun fact one, real quicky apparently martha and homeboy kent are a black, black family i heard i heard, I so heard if you're true. trying to it, dog if that's how you're coming out let's go let's <laughs> I heard, go I heard is it official or is it a is it a rumor I, I saw I saw a rumor, but if you're listen, yeah. James, if that's how you're swinging, swing a line, swing a line. Yeah, go if, ahead. Bro. If, if he makes Paul Kent so, a black man and mock, so woo, is this is this going to be a black family races a white boy? Yes, at the at oh! and he's going to become Superman. <laughs> that's Dirt worse style. than Mr. Manhattan being black. Take <laughs> 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 that, America! They're going to be mad. Oh my god, they're going to be mad. <laughs> the best part is when Clark when Clark shows up with the fade. When Clark shows up with the mad fade, <laughs> with his oh cousin. man, sorry. If Clark ends up being like, was, oh man, look at this. Do you remember? Oh, do you it? remember you that episode? The 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 light skinned dude in that episode. Well, the white dude in that episode of uh, Atlanta. Yes, exactly. Clark. That's Clark. That's, that's Clark, Clark going up with the brushing yes. hair, like, yes. what's up, girl? It's like, oh, oh my god, if that's Clark, <laughs> he's gonna oh. be like, oh, look at this guy. Look at this Smallville guy. I, I don't know, man. His Jordans are fresh though. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're very clean, man. I don't know, they're very clean. Please have Non-creased. Clark, please have Clark Kent in Jordan threes, please. <laughs> <laughs> um guys that's pretty much the whole show we gotta we gotta wrap it up um we got three pieces of geek news disney plus to add hulu content in one app experience later in 2023 uh that's in the states actually because the rest of us already know we got stars which is essentially the hulu content in canada and a whole bunch of other territories so disney is just essentially doing they're finally just bringing everything together uh, i don't know what that means for the non-disney content uh, that's on Hulu, but they'll figure it out. They'll probably end up on their own streamers. Meg 2, the Trent's official trailer has dropped. You guys should go check that out. Oppenheimer, new trailer. Universal Pictures has dropped. And shout-outs to Warner Brothers for being the dicks who are putting a Barbie against Universal's Oppenheimer on purpose. because they Counter-programming. Well, yes, counter-programming. They knew damn well that Nolan likes that weekend. Because I was listening to a podcast where they talk about that weekend is specifically Nolan's favorite weekend to drop movies on. They knew he was going to use that weekend. And the fact that they put Barbie up against it because he doesn't work with Warner Brothers anymore is hilarious. So, oh, yeah, spiteful. that's true. That's it's spiteful. Well, that's, did, did they get rid of him because of Tenet or just his contract? Oh, no, he, didn't renew it. he got oh, mad he because Warner Brothers started leaning. The last guy before Zaslav started leaning heavy into the streaming. All right. And Nolan got mad got mad and said yo i'm not about that life i'm about theaters you can't just cut the theater and the other dude was just like yo i gotta make my money pandemic i don't know when we're all going back then that guy left zaslov came in from discovery and zaslov was just like i love movies went to cinema con said movies are our business we love it but nolan had already bounced so mm. it is what it is you want to see technically technically dense like movie making <laughs> yeah. which is oppenheimer we're 
He did some bombs. practical effects for for the bombs oh, yes, and stuff. Yes, we won't even get into. The or you want to see here. like you know, um, bubblegum pop Barbie? No, but it, like there's there's some kind of thing. No, in there. Barbie's there's gonna some, be some kind of social commentary. There's Wait. either some kind of social some commentary kind. or some kind of um, social commentary Lego movie kind of thing going yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, whoop! It's actually oh, yes because there are there there is like a real world like the the like dad or something is played by a guy in the real world and stuff yeah so yeah this is gonna be this is gonna be some shit this is gonna be woke barbie people gonna be like what watch i don't know i mean yeah it's funny that people say woke barbie because barbie has literally had every job and ken has never done anything so you could call it woke but she done been a boss well you know what i mean not that kind of barbie she's been a veterinarian yeah that's what i'm saying like she's done a lot like people are gonna try it's the same way that people are trying to say like oh my marvel's so woke with all this uh mcu it's just like because we're using the female characters in all these stories that are actually in these stories what are you that have, that have been established 10 years yeah, ago why yeah. aren't you mad then why aren't you mad in 2014 you're, mad, you're mad about she-hulk a character that <laughs> was one of the most popular characters i, in the I don't like it that i don't like it that they're making all these white characters black but wait wasn't uh was it the Sorcerer Supreme, played by a white woman, which yes, is actually yeah, Tibetan, yeah, yeah. isn't <laughs> isn't Rash al Ghul uh, Arab? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Liam yeah. Let's start that list. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> let's, go. let's go. That's so wild, guys. That's another one. Anything you guys want to tell the people before we bounce? Uh, Star Lord, you should have worn your mask on YouTube. Yeah, Star Lord, you should have worn your mask. That's yeah, that's true. Saying. We out. Peace, everybody. Peace.